Donald turned his truck out onto the highway and began his short 40-mile trip to his new house and a new beginning. Because of his elevated mood and excitement on this fine day, it seemed to him just somehow a bit brighter and warmer than a normal sunny day in South Alabama during January. This was it, the big day he had been anticipating and yearning for ever since he finally signed all the papers at the lawyer's office for his new bug-out location on December 28, 2011, and started his mental countdown to December 21, 2012. The end of the Mayan calendar was not far off, and he didn't know quite what for, but he was getting prepped for better or worse. He didn't really hold with any of the prophecies or theories that were making the rounds on the Internet and in the media, but he sensed something was going to happen this year, so better safe than sorry. He had been calling his new place everything under the sun in front of family or friends. To some, he referred to it as his prepper shack. To others, it was his farmstead, farm or just his little new house in the country. Whatever he called it, he knew it for what it was to him. His very own bug-out location. And he had the keys. This was to be his last big roll of the dice to get out of the city and to get the house, and himself, ready for the solar storms that he felt reasonably sure were going to take out the electrical grid sometime this year. Troubling times lay ahead, and he was bound and determined not to be caught short when the black swan flew and the circuit breakers shut down. At age 53, he had been through a lot of life's and the economy's ups and downs, and so he had been encouraged somehow or forced to move back in with his elderly mother for a while, as an interim check gap, while he added to his education and simultaneously built up his preps and got back on his feet again. He scrimped and saved from his school loans, and with a few odd jobs, had finally managed to painstakingly scrape up $5,000 as a down payment on a bug-out location. A bit of luck was on his side, and with this weird going-to-school money-saving strategy, he was able to put a down payment on an owner-financed tiny two-bedroom home. The house sat on approximately three mostly wooded acres, and he had jumped at the prospect of buying it, even if it was a wee bit overpriced for what it was. The real estate ad for it had read that the owner wanted $8,000 down and $500 a month for 12 years to equal out the price of $52,000. He offered the owner forty-two grand for it, after looking it over and noticed it was a small trailer someone had added to and basically turned it into more of a house, he bought it and the land for $380 a month, owner finance, and he was very happy with his new purchase. The payment was very affordable, he hoped, and pretty easily doable on his small royalty incomes as a science fiction writer. He had decided that even if the shit didn't hit the fan anytime soon, it was high time he had his own place in the country again. The college degrees he got had not done him any good whatsoever in finding a job in this rotten economy. He had been lucky enough to reinvent himself once again and apply his intellect to something more productive and fulfilling by working for himself as a post-apocalyptic writer. He had already made several trips to his place while moving his preps out of a mini-warehouse he had leased, along with his small stockpiles of prepper stuff he had stored at friends' houses, and was really elated to get it all together in one place now. He was sure glad that he had the use and possession of the two 24 by 12 portable metal buildings that had come with the property. 
One of them was filled full of boxes from the very first day from his U-Haul truckload of preps he had brought up from the city. Organizing it and putting together shelves, etc., had taken him three more days, but you could now easily walk around inside the shed. He still had lots to do in there, but things were coming together nicely in what he called his prep shed. He moved all his garden tools and regular tools into the other building he called the garage and was still dragging things in or acquiring them and the place was pretty much in managed disarray. When he got his next royalty check, a Troy-built tiller was at the top of his list of to buy, got to have it things. This place is sucking the life out of my finances, Don mused, not entirely put off at the notion of how many unexpected or more expensive than he had thought improvements and preps were needed to get his place in proper prepper working order.